There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to another Nerdist Podcast, delivered hot and fresh to your listening slits. Nerdist Podcast live, October 14th at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. Uh, Also the 22nd in Portland, Oregon at the Aladdin. And also uh, November 6th. At the 930 Club in Washington, D.C., then November 8th at the Iron Horse in Northampton, Massachusetts. Details for all that stuff are at Nerdist.com. Also, the Nerdist TV special, September 24th. Please watch it. Um, I'm not going to beg you, but I will cry if you don't. So you can look forward to that later uh, if you don't watch it. But if you do, then you got nothing to worry about. That's September 24th on BBC America following Doctor Who at 10, 9 Central. That's a Saturday night. What are you going to do? Go out and hang out with friends? I never do. I watch TV. I'd like to thank our returning sponsor of the Nerdist Podcast, Hover.com. If you want to register a domain name and you go to some other sites, it gets super complicated. There's a lot of crap you have to get through. You have to hit like 50 clicks just to buy one. They try to sell you a bunch of stuff uh, that you don't need other services. But Hover doesn't do that. It is just a dedicated domain registration service. They don't try to sell you a bunch of stuff. They just focus on making it easy to register and manage domains and email. You can set up email addresses, forward email addresses, redirect domains to other website addresses, create URL extensions, set privacy controls. And you you do everything with just a couple of clicks. So uh, if you want to register a domain, you need a new domain, you need to transfer a domain, uh, go to hover.com, that's H-O-V-E-R slash Nerdist, and then use the offer code Nerdist. We thank you and them for their support. And now this Nerdist podcast, number 123, this was recorded at San Diego Comic-Con. I know, that was forever ago, right? God, July. It, it was just right here, and it's friggin' September. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that's weird. Anyway, this was super fun. Um, this was uh, the entire cast of The Big Bang Theory, along with uh, creator and EP Chuck Lorre and creator and EP Bill Prady, and also uh, Steve Malero, who's one of the other EPs. So this had uh, this had the entire cast uh, of The Big Bang Theory, and everyone was awesome, and the crowd was great. So uh, I really hope you enjoy this. I was really nervous about uh, doing this one. Uh, but everyone was so nice. It, it worked out great. It was fun. There's podcast number 123, the cast of The Big Bang Theory from San Diego Comic-Con 2011. I'll shut up now. Well, I mean, then not in a second. I won't be shutting up, but I'll shut up now. Now I'm going to shut up shutting up. Now entering Nerdist.com.
What's back on? Well, if it had a light, I would have known. Well, wasn't that delightful? And now, please welcome executive producer and co-creator of The Big Bang Theory, Chuck Lorre! Executive producer and co-creator, Bill Prady. Executive producer, Steve Malaro. And now the people you really care about. The adorable Johnny Galecki. Svelte Jim Parsons. The delightful and effervescent and oi, I wish I had hair like that, Kaylee Cuoco. This next boy has such a punum on him, you could just eat him up. Simon Helberg. <laughs> Oy vey, how do you pronounce this one? Oh, here goes nothing. Kunal Nayar. Oh, no, no, no. Naya, Naya, Naya. Kunal Naya. Next, a Jewish girl with a real PhD, I'm quelling, Dr. Mayim Bialik. And finally, cute as a button, Melissa Rausch. Oh, you know who they should have gotten to moderate? Merv Griffin. Really? When? Oh, that's so sad. Anyway, I don't know who the hell this is. Chris Hardwick. Hello, welcome to the Big Bang Theory panel. Hi, guys. Thank you for, thank you for waiting. I know you guys waited. This room is jam-packed. Welcome, panel. How you guys doing? Everyone good? Yeah. Hey. Excellent. Let's jump right in. Chuck Laurie, uh, are you tired of making hit shows? Do you wake up every day and you're like, oh, this is so boring? No. Good. All right. How do you guys sell, uh, how do you guys sell a show about nerd culture before it was actually a thing that the, that the media took seriously? Even as recently as 10 years ago, if you said the word nerd in a network room, they'd be like, too niche. So how do you, how do you guys do that? I don't, I don't think we're, what is it? Hi there. I don't think we were doing a show about nerd culture. We were doing a show about people we liked. So. Who happened to be, who happened to be nerds? No, they were extraordinary people. Absolutely. Is your microphone? I don't know if you're. The idea was that it wasn't about nerds. It was about extraordinary people. And it still is. It's about great people. Where did the, where did it come from? Well, tell the story. 
Um, before I before I was a writer, I was a computer programmer, and I uh, and I I worked with some terrific, wonderful people, and I I told Chuck about them one day, and he thought uh, maybe there was a television show in that. Uh, uh, really, ama you know, amazing, wonderful people, and I think, you know, uh, for those of us who uh, who are members of a particular group, sometimes we don't see ourselves depicted on television, and it was uh, fun to be part of doing that. And Steve, you also, uh, I know, Steve, I know you, uh, I, I know you through geek culture, so what, what, what is your contribution to the show? Uh, I was not there for the creation, but uh, I've been there since uh, episode two, and uh, right now the only thing I can think about is there's an episode where Sheldon is uncomfortable on stage in front of enough adults that can trample him, and I totally get that. So <laughs> please stay seated. <laughs> so you guys are cast. You're going into. We're going into the fifth season now. You've done four four seasons of the show. As actors, you obviously have auditioned for a bunch of stuff. I know you guys have worked on a ton of other shows. So what what did you think? Let's start with you, Jim. When you when you first got the script for the show, what what went through your head? Um, I, that I really wanted to, uh, I, I really wanted to say these words that, that they had written for Sheldon, you know. I've, I've always said I didn't know, I don't know necessarily a good show when I see it. Um, like, I, I didn't read it and know one way or the other whether this would work or not, or I don't even, couldn't even think that way. But I did want to say these lines that he said, and I really thought that, that if I could learn them, I would be able to do that um, to their liking, and um, and they did. They liked it, and they hired me. Uh, but uh, but that's really that's what I thought, and I really you know like I say, I just wanted the chance to at least play him in that pilot, and then and then God knows what would happen after that. But this happened, so that's good. But how do you play how do you play a guy that like how do you make a character lovable that? really has a complete lack of empathy for other human beings. Well, uh, oh, I, don't, I, 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 I didn't think about it um, in, in that way, I guess. That's the only way I know. I didn't try to make him sympathetic. I didn't try to make him um, to, to, to garner any empathy for him. I, I think perhaps I've always felt empathy for him. You know what I mean? Like, I think that he's always seemed very human to me uh, as far as... I, I, I never, I guess that's it maybe, if anything, is that I've never suspected from the moment I read his first line that he had any nefarious meaning or, or that he did lack emotion. This is just simply his way of dealing, you know. And so uh, I, I don't know. So I didn't ever see it that way to have to, to backtrack and, and change anything or put anything on it. I just, it is what it is. And it's, um, and he's a... He's a lovely fella. <laughs> Pen, um, I'm sorry, I almost called you Penny. I'm sorry, it's a problem. It's a problem. Kaylee. Uh, I'm just used to seeing your face on the TV, and now you're right there, nerding out a little bit. What's the problem? Um, Penny really seems to dig nerds. That's awesome. To dig what? Nerds. Nerds, yeah. You... Kaylee digs nerds, too. Sweet. That <laughs> guy loves you. you. <laughs> Oh my God, no, you, if you say that to that guy, he's gonna find you after and be like, remember when you say you love me in the panel? I got this ring. You're in it now, you guys are legally married. I, uh, I oversaw that. Has it, been for you, has it been for you on the show the past four years? Can you believe it's been f almost five years no, already? No, I can't believe it. It's been an unbelievable ride. Um, I, 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 
I can't believe it. I mean, when we did the pilot, I feel like we all knew we had something special. And um, I, I can't believe we're going into the fifth year. They've given my character unbelievable growth. And, you know, she's totally one of the guys. And she has girlfriends now. And it's, I don't know, it's just been unreal. And we're just riding this wave as long as you let us. <laughs> How is your, um, how's your leg? How's your leg? Did my a, did my a leg? Did a horse step on your leg? Is that what happened? I think a horse stepped on Simon's leg. <laughs> Simon, you want to take that? Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do make animals angry, so. No, it, no, it happened kidding. to Kaylee. It was, it was a yeah, I sad a thing. Accident. I had a little accident last year, but I'm perfectly fine now. Everything's okay now? Yes. Did, they, they just, did you have a cast? I had a cast. I, I was back to work after I missed two episodes, but I came back. I had a cast, and they kind of worked around it, and I hopped around, and they were great. The writers were great and helped me out, and um, it, worked, it worked out, thank God. So. You can go back and watch the episodes where Kelly's standing behind furniture a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there's a lot of standing. And we, and we all got to go to the hospital, and she said, oh, look, look how gross it is. Look, look at that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was into it, yeah. <laughs> No, but I'm so much better now. <laughs> I can't believe that's been nine months ago or longer. It's weird. Uh, Mr. Galecki. Yes, sir. How's it going, man? Oh, hey, buddy. I've known this guy since he was like 11 years old, and now you're a man. I'm working on it. Now you've grown up to be a nice man with beard stubble. It's adorable. Uh, <laughs> it's so nice. It's just nice. It's just nice to see. Like I, you know, when this when the show first hit, I was like, oh my god, that's so awesome for Galecki. Because anyone who knows you, just you're just like a sweet guy, and you're nice, and you've been working in, in the business for a long time. Oh, thank you. So how did you did you uh, audition for the show, or did they offer it to you? What was how did you get involved? I was doing a play in New York, and Chuck called me and and said well, we had worked together a bit on Roseanne on the Roseanne show, and uh, said he had this idea along with his fellow Bill Prady and I um, and they hadn't had anything written yet and but he faxed me a couple pages a couple weeks later and and we started talking about it and you never you never know if it's gonna work I mean you know you read something you know if you like it or not and I did and you know not to be a complete fool and to trust Chuck Lorre when he says this is a good idea and uh, and but it really wasn't until the first table reading when I heard everybody do their thing, and I thought, now I get it, now I see it, and we might be here for a very long time, and I really hope we are. Oh, I, I think there's no question. I think there's no question. And, by the way, uh, congratulations on the Emmy nomination. Woo! I mean, both of you, Jim and Johnny. I mean, yeah, Jim Parsons, you got, a, you got an Emmy at home already, so it's like old hat. Johnny, this is <laughs> incredible. You guys are sort of head-to-head -head at the Emmys. Is it, is it fierce? Is, it, it's, well, is, is the competition one? fierce? Oh, always, since yeah. day one. Right. <laughs> Are you good? So Whoever. Sit between them. <laughs> like, if you win, are you going to show up, and then Jim's going to show up and go, like, oh, yeah, whatever, and then you guys are going to headbutt, or how is that going to play out? I That's can't. not the working environment we have. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't headbutt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, Cornell, excellent Bolly, uh, Bollywood performance this season. Please, try, can you explain a little bit to, uh, to the Caucasians? Because uh, <laughs> Bollywood is endlessly fascinating to me. I don't understand what the hell is going on, but I just know that it's awesome. Can you explain it a little bit? Um, it's 
uh, people, uh, just uh, really handsome and good-looking uh, and talented people dancing around and um, <laughs> making love in the rain and, uh, and crying a lot. It's beautiful. <laughs> but almost seemingly out of nowhere in a scene, we're shopping and we're dancing on elephants. Like, how... <laughs> Is there, is there a... I don't think I've ever seen a Bollywood movie where people dance on elephants, but I've seen movies where they dance with elephants. I watch a lot of extreme Bollywood online, oh, yeah, okay. so it's a lot of dancing on elephants. Whatever, it's cool, it's no big deal. Uh, yeah, man, uh, it was really cool shooting that scene with, with Melissa. She's a, she's a great... There she is. She's a, she's a great uh, dancer and a very good singer and uh, very Indian in, in, inside of her system. <laughs> <laughs> That's only dirty, but I mean, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> so, yes, you did. No, you know what I mean. Like, you know. <laughs> Mr. Helberg, how are you? <laughs> I I don't have any Indian in my system yet. <laughs> but Would you like some? <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, that was the obvious joke I thought everyone was making. We've already been there, done that, so yeah. it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, after my, my kiss with Kunal. You know. How's it been for you, Simon? How, I mean, you're, you, have a, you have a, you know, I, I know you have an improv uh, comedy background. Uh, is, it, do you, is there a lot of improv on the set, or do you, do you guys, how does it work? Uh, no, I, I mean, how could we make up those lines? So we'd have to be <laughs> insane. I can't even imagine how they're written down. So, uh, no, we memorize them and, and, we, uh, and we say them as they are and, and lean on the writers uh, a whole lot. So. <laughs> Lena, is this, is this true? Could you, could you improvise some theoretical physics? Or you... Yes. <clears throat> Hold on one second. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited for a second. Like, is he going to do it? I, I, got, I got nothing. No. Uh, no, I mean it's 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 tremendous writing and and I guess it's a it's a balance of performance and and everything. It's just a perfect storm of of people. We're very lucky. Is it true that you and um, is it true that you and Melissa have a, a kind of a Mrs. Wallowitz off? Is that uh, is, is that is that true? Uh, I, I heard that they were du they were dueling impersonations. We have both done uh, her, an impression of her on on the show. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that's you don't want too many of those those voices though floating around the stage. It's it's very I'd terrifying. Like as you I, I'd like to hear that. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> do, it. <laughs> do it. Your your boss totally wants to hear it. I think you have to totally do it. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> stand back, I guess. Howard. Uh, <laughs> 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 Was that it? Uh, hold on. <laughs> no, yeah, that's all. You got something? Um, what is this Comic-Con you're at? Is it some kind of sex convention I saw in 2020? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Simon. Ah, oh, face, Simon. She faced you. Oh, yeah, my I, God. I, I, you know. Wow. She's little, but she's strong. <laughs> it's the Indian in me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Melissa, what's your, what's, what's, do you, do you have a, do you have a sketch comedy background? Um, I 
actually started in stand-up comedy in New York um, years ago in my youth. And, um, and then I came out here um, to kind of pursue um, stuff like this. I don't, I don't do stand-up as much anymore. What was the impetus behind, like, what made you say, like, I think I want to get a PhD for the hell of it? Um, I don't know if anyone says they want to get a PhD just for the hell of it. Uh, I, I fell in love with biology when I was a teenager, when I was still working on Blossom, and I really just wanted to pursue academia when I finished Blossom. I was two years out of high school. Um, I did my undergrad in neuroscience, and um, honestly, yay neuroscience. Um, <laughs> um, honestly, Where are my, my neuroscience bitches at? <laughs> Um, honestly, I, I loved academia, I loved uh, what I was studying, and uh, that's the reason many of us go on to a PhD, because there's not much else going on, and you like what you're doing, and you don't want to join the real world, so that's what happened. Did you even have to audition for this show, or are you like, uh, guys, I'm kind of a doctor? <laughs> um, no, I, I did audition for this show. Um, I, I, I'm sorry to admit, I, I had never watched the show. I had heard of it, but um, I, I was told, well, they need a female Jim Parsons, and I said, who's Jim Parsons? <laughs> so, um, you, yeah, you're welcome, Jim. And so I, uh, I Googled Jim Parsons the night before the audition, and I, I did my best, um, my best Jim Parsons, and I guess it was good enough. And on my, my resume, under miscellany, it says PhD Neuroscience UCLA. <laughs> And uh, I believe it was Bill Prady who said, hey, wait a second, do you really have a PhD in neuroscience? And I said, yes, I do. And then I left, and I got the call that I got the job, so. <laughs> you, but what you, guys, what you guys have to understand is an actor's resume, like people lie about stuff on there all the time, and the other stuff that it says under special skills are like, Horseback riding, moonwalking, right, Australian exactly. accent. So, like, that's why that's awesome. Well, that's where it goes. It doesn't go under TV or film. It goes under miscellany. <laughs> are you actually, are you able to consult on the show? Uh, I don't know if I consult, but, um, you know, I, I think I get a twitch when a word is not exactly the way my neuroscience training would have it be. So oh. I think it's pretty obvious. When, I'm so uh, turned on right oh. now. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad there's a podium right here. I'll just say that. <laughs> My, Mayim helps out a great deal on, uh, on Amy's uh, science dialogue. And with my acting skills. <laughs> and Kunal helps out on Indian things. <laughs> Kaylee helps out on adorable things. <laughs> I'm not going to do everybody, because the adorable joke died, so I'm not going to keep going. This was a big season. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of huge stuff happened this season. Um, and I know there was a there was a huge cliffhanger. Uh, is there? Can you tease anything that might be coming up? Is that going to resolve quickly in the first season? I mean, in the fifth season back, or is that going to draw out? What's what's we going on? Oh, we have a, you have a worked out answer. Yeah, yes, we worked Good out for an you. answer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there we work now. There will be a resolution, and we think. Whichever way you came down on what happened, you'll be happy with how it works out. <laughs> Thank Wait you, Mr. President. Second. Wow. That's so noncommittal. We worked on that. Steve and I worked on that for a while. Do they, does the cast know? Does the cast know what's going on? No, yeah, but no. I want this resolved as soon as possible <laughs> between these two. <laughs> Jim, are you still playing the theremin, I think is the question in everyone's mind. No. All right. <laughs> But I really did enjoy that very much, actually. Did you actually learn how to play uh, Star Trek on the theremin? Oh, yeah. well, uh, anybody who really plays the theremin would be mad at me for saying, yes, I learned. Uh, but I did, to the best of my ability, learn. I, I did that. 
<laughs> what other show could you see a smoking monkey and 25 cats and a theremin? None. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the right answer. I, I didn't know that was to me. Uh, I know I agree, but on a, seriously about that, it's one of the best things I think we have going for us. Is like the basis of our show is brilliant minds and science. So, well, science covers just about anything. I mean, I just feel like anything they think of, they're like, we should have, I mean, we've had a time machine on the show already. You know, I mean, it's like, if you can think of it, they could probably find a way to fit it in. We can justify it. It's science. <laughs> That's my feeling. Uh, listen, if you want to drop a TARDIS uh, right in the middle of the living room. I know a guy. What is that? Wait, what's that? TARDIS stands for time and... Oh. <laughs> Hang on. TARDIS stands for time and relative dimension in space. Oh. It's a time machine. It's a time machine. Oh, Did we just get booed at Comic Club? Yeah, that's a first. That's the first time you've ever been booed that's at Comic Club. That was a lot, That was a lot You can't of get mad at her. Wait, you haven't seen everything that's ever been on television? <laughs> <laughs> like, these people have jobs. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> just give them a break. We saw all the episodes of Walking Dead. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna open up to floor to questions from the floor for just a minute, but just really quickly, let's just go down. Uh, if you guys have favorite moments from the season that, that you remember that you that you want to share, let's start with you, Mayim. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, well, um, my, my joke is usually that kissing Kaylee was my favorite moment of the season, but really? um, that was pretty good. No, but I thought uh, I thought when uh, I thought when Amy and Sheldon had their drunk kiss, I think that was my favorite part of the season. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite moment of the season was also with Mayim, but it's not something that made it. Well, it is on film, but you wouldn't know what was going on. We had to do a scene. Do you remember this? We're sitting. I won't say where we're sitting because the. Okay, God, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> there was, Mayim and I were attending an event type thing, and the person. That, <laughs> and the person that we were watching do this event he kept staring at us and he was saying all of his lines directly to uh, the, the, the actor was and it was really hard to, to do like he'd stare at us while we were well, acting he was supposed to be I'm not explaining it he was supposed to be making yeah. a speech speaking to a group of people yeah. but whenever they were filming just me and Jim yeah. he wasn't pretending like he was speaking to everyone he was looking he was directly just staring at us <laughs> while we're acting and so I'm like Okay, I'm going to look just to the right of his head. You look to the right of his head, too. So both of us had to look over here so we wouldn't have to look at him we straight in the agree, eye. We had to agree where we were going to pretend he was, though, so one of us wasn't looking this way and the other that way. Thank you for helping me with that story, too. That was horrible. You're the, you saved that whole thing. Kaylee, you're next. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is the, such a hard question. I, there's so many fun moments. Um, oh God, there's been so many. I guess I'm selfishly going to name one that I was in. But um, I guess it was the, where I had a lovely man have to grab my ass in an episode um, when we were dancing. And he was, was a little older man, and he was so nervous. He was terrified. And he was so against everything he believed in. But I was like, honey, just grab it. Just do it. And he, and he closed his eyes and just went for it. Galecki. He's dead. Uh, yeah. He's I have, oh, gee, yeah, it's a tough question. Kaylee's look to Kunal when she wakes up the next morning next to him was classic. 
Melissa had a line this year. I think it was, I want my baby to have nice things. Oh, yeah. That was funny. And I, there was this, this, the slightest lilt that was in, the, in the, her reading of it that was just straight pimp. <laughs> and I couldn't get enough of it. I watched her do it so many times. And you taking your clothes off in the restaurant when you're on the medication. Oh, yeah! That's a good one. Man, you stole my favorite moment. <laughs> Uh, I think the, the funnest thing was when we were doing the Bollywood dance, uh, we had to learn how to sing the song actually and Melissa and I were in the studio with a, sing with a singing teacher and this Indian woman and she was like, you are my, I was trying to sing the song like, you are my heart, my universe and she's like, not my, but my universe. <laughs> so here I am in this booth trying to learn this song which Roger's not supposed to be a good singer anyway and getting like yelled at by this teacher who's trying to give me the right note and um, Needs to say, I, I failed at it, but it was still, it was, it was pretty memorable. <laughs> um, hmm. Hi. Hi. Someone took well, their well, well. <laughs> Someone took their Would you two like to be alone? <laughs> Is there a baby here? I knew I'd find my soulmate at Comic Con. <laughs> um, I enjoyed wrestling uh, with oh. Kunal. Uh, on and off camera, I, I like putting a unitard on, um, which I had never done. Very, very convenient piece of clothing. It's just one piece, and I slipped it on, and then uh, I got to, you know, shake all about. That was fun. And I've enjoyed working with Melissa a lot more and proposing and being all sweet. Aww. Aww. I'm so sweet. I don't make know what I out, say. Make out, make out. <laughs> my favorite wow. moment was my own sweetness and talent this year. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa? Uh, you know, I have so many. I was a fan before I came on the show, so I feel like I'm going to list off a hundred of just fan moments watching these guys. But um, Oh, my God. That, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. That's not what I thought you said. I, I can't hear very well down here. What did you think I said? I thought you said I was a man before I came on this episode. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I did Do they know this? That. Did the producers know this? That's exactly what I said. Yeah. You can hear just you fine, heard, Chris. You heard absolutely right. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, um, it, the operation's not complete yet, but it will be by next season. <laughs> There's That's no visible cool. scarring. Like, it looks good. I took it too far. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, I absolutely love the um, Penny and Sheldon acting lesson. I thought that was fantastic. And there was also just that look with um, Kaylee and Johnny in... Um, the New Year's Eve episode at, um, at when, the, uh, when the clock struck midnight and everyone was celebrating, there was just that moment that they, they looked at each other and it was just, it was really, it was just beautiful and I really, it was Gosh, such heart. It was really nice. Oh, and uh, see, I'm a fan. So and, then, uh, and then Simon, when he had that moment of, of worry when uh, he heard the thud when Mrs. Wallowitz fell to the ground, it was just... It was such a heartfelt Anything moment. Oh, when he runs into the... Um, right. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Sorry. Any <laughs> scenes with me? All, all of your scenes. All of your scenes. Every single one. 
I want to. I wanted to have enough time because usually they only allow like ten minutes for questions, and I always feel like that's that's not enough, especially because you guys you guys have such hardcore fans. I know that there are a lot of people out there that I'm sure have some awesome questions. Uh, so, do we have the microphone lined up, or people people ready? Oh my God, she's right there! Oh, you scared the crap out of me. I didn't see you sneak up like that. What is your name, madam? My name is Jody. Hi, Jody. Hi, Chris. What's your question? Um, my question is for Bill or Chuck. Um, you've going into season five now, and I just want to know when is Sheldon going to experience Pond Far? Because he got about seven years. <laughs> wow. You know, you know what that is. You want to take yeah, this? I know what that is. Right. Vulcan puberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, you know, Sheldon, Sheldon seems singularly devoted to, to science. Uh, um, I, I think, I think only time will tell. It's biological. <laughs> if he's actually Vulcan, yes, it's biological. <laughs> no, it's like that time when you fired uh, his cells down at the Genesis planet and <laughs> Sheldon reformed. All right, I'm getting nerdy. Uh, sorry. Penny will probably have to teach him that, too. <laughs> oh, sweet. That's a very special. Hello, sir. What's going on? I just want to say I love you guys' show. I just got back from Iraq, and that was helped me get through the whole time I was gone. And my question was for Jim. I was wondering if I could get a bazinga in true Sheldon fashion. Bazinga. Oh, well, there's so many ways to do it, but... Um, well, I was going to say thank you for serving our country. Bazinga! <laughs> thank you. Hi. Hello. This question is for Jim. After four seasons, what aspects of playing Sheldon are still a challenge for you? I don't know what he's talking about a lot of the time still. That's challenging. <laughs> Um, that's what Mayim's for these days, which is actually sad but true. Um, what, you know, I, I feel like one of the ways in which all of us are so lucky on this show is that there's, there's little to nothing that anybody's able to phone in, as it were. Um, there's something... There's some version of challenge to every one of these episodes for, for everybody. You know, the stories stay interesting, the stories stay honest, and the stories stay very organic. You know, like the introduction, especially of these um, Mayim and Melissa and their characters this year. You know, there's a thousand different ways you could try out somebody and see if they're going to work on the show, but... I guess what I'm saying is that they, we keep, the writers, we keep getting things that are so organic to these characters and the stories that for, have not, they've, they just keep growing from that same place that they came from in the very beginning. And so that stays challenging because the challenge for you is keep honest, stay honest. So I guess that's it. Still just the challenge is to always remain true because that's what the script is doing. So... Oh, good Lord. Shh. There. That's nice. No, but it's right. I mean, like, it's like what you said. There's no way you can phone it in. Like, when you're, like, I, I can imagine the uh, uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, Lizard, Spock. Like, yeah. that, that must have been two straight pages of just you. 
I don't know what it was anymore, but it was bad, and it was hurtful, and I had to stare into Kunal's eyes while I did it, and he would just... I, I, really, that's the most takes I've ever had to do with anything we've ever done, and Kunal would just stay there and watch me, and I'd fail, and he'd go, oh. <laughs> and, um, and so it, was, it ended up being a sweet moment between us, but it nearly broke me as a man. <laughs> Hello, what's your name? Uh, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi, this is my first Comic-Con. Oh, okay. cool. <laughs> and one of the reasons was I found out you guys were going to be here. I had to fight to get the Comic-Con picture of you guys, too. But my thing is um, I could be like Penny, not knowing all the nerdiness that you guys kind of do. So on the off time, do you pull any nerdiness on each other? <laughs> That sounds gross when you say it that way. That's grosser than Indian inside me or whatever. We yeah, are there nerd, are there nerdy nerdy pranks for uh, actress Diane Keaton? <laughs> I see it. I can see it. Yeah. She just got it. Nerdy pranks. Um. Oh, come on, guys. We think of something. I know. It's not a very we're not pranky. Yeah. We're not pranksters. We give each other a hard time, but I don't know if we're pranksters. Um, we make oh. a lot of fun of each other. Mainly yeah. me. Do you have anything? People make fun of me, but mm-hmm. we're not pranksters. Well, we talk a lot about our ping pong playing. We play a lot of ping pong. It's pretty nerdy. Um, it's just pretty That's nerdy. That's lame, Kaylee. It's not. <laughs> I just. <laughs> it's not a prank. It's a game. What is a nerdy I, I don't prank? I know what a nerdy prank is. Oh, Nancy. Get your nerdiness off of me. <laughs> it's your first comic con. You'll right? learn. <laughs> you'll get better next time. <laughs> you'll so think of better it. questions next time. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> No, you that's the true orange. her. That's what she's really the truth like, is Nancy. Out. <laughs> oh my God, I loved you, Nanny Hall. Um, <laughs> next, uh, ne- next question. Hi there, big fan. Question is, uh, Sarah Gilbert gonna come back to the show? Sarah's Sarah's doing a. She's not available to us. She's doing a, a show called The Talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. The The, the Talk, uh, which is a a, a show. Um, on CBS? Yes. I think so. Is it on CBS? Yes. On, uh, yeah, on CBS during yes. the day. Have you been on it? I was just on the other day. Oh. And you were on it? I was on it no, on, was on Tuesday. Day. I was on it with Sarah, yeah. So you should be a little more sure that it was on CBS. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm never sure of myself. That's the problem. But yes, it's on CBS. Welcome back and thank you. Thank Are you, you dressed like Howard? A little oh. bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh my god, it's like you're looking into an Asian oh, I mirror. Was I, was <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I was not going to be Thank wrong god about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, when he was like, no. no. Oh, yeah. He's like, who's Howard? What yeah. is this? Isn't this the Walking Dead panel? Yeah. The Walking Dead panel? <laughs> oh, wow. It seems over the uh, last season we've seen more of uh, an. Amy Farrah Fowler, and um, I was just wondering, how was she developed? Where did she get those dirty innuendos that get said on the TV show? That's all me. It's all stuff I have in my contract. I need to your be question is not even time. for me. He's dressed like me, and he's asking Amy questions. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go on, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Though. 
Mayim is a very sexual actress. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty, she's dirty, just, dirty. She's just a dirty, 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 dirty girl. Dirty. <laughs> and you know, as writers, we just we try and write into the strengths of the actors. So, you know, full frontal nudity this year on The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I think one of the di the difference that we talked about between Sheldon and Amy is is Sheldon missed out on a lot growing up and he doesn't care, and Amy missed out on a lot growing up and she desperately wants it. And so we always say the difference between Sheldon and Amy is Amy's game. A Amy wants to have it, the experiences she didn't have, and some of them some of them seem to burn within her loins. Well, I, I think. <laughs> I think also this, you know, this speaks to one of kind of the subtle differences, you know, between the, the male version of, of what we see Jim portray and the female version. Um, you know, I think there's a, a little bit of a suspended adolescence, possibly, um, and I, I think that's part of kind of the, the, the quirkiness. We don't know what's going to come out of her mouth. Um, and, you know, it's obviously super fun to play. And yes, I am a very, very sexual actress also. <laughs> Nerd girls are tigers in the sack. That's why you should date them. Um, I know from experience. Uh, you don't know what you're missing if you're not. Seriously. Sir, hi. Uh, Kaylee, hi. Um, <laughs> Hi. Are you dressed as Kay? <laughs> oh, no. I know you've um, I know you've met plenty of fans over the years. Um, this question's for the entire panel. What uh, what is your favorite nerd encounter? I think right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anyone? Did anyone else hear that boing-oing-oing noise? Or am I, am I having a stroke? You guys smell toast, right? <laughs> Any other favorite nerd encounters? <laughs> Galecki? I can't beat that. What, what, what are you talking about? That's what, it. Let's go back to Mime's sexuality. <laughs> when in doubt. <laughs> yeah, so Which I can actually vouch for, as 20 years ago, my first green kiss was with Maya. That's right. Are you serious? Yeah. Do it and again. And that's my favorite nerd encounter, right there. <laughs> Simon Helberg, I, I, I know you uh, from Nerdy Things. We have a lot of uh, nerdy friends in common. So now that you are on a show that is popular. First of all, why would you do that to me? Why would you <laughs> out me like that? I just want to know. This must, I mean, like. Now you go to things, people go, oh my god, I know your work. And so, like, who's your favorite nerd out moment over someone that you were a fan of that was also a fan of you? Ooh, um, let me think. I, I'm not as nerdy as you think. I, you really put a lot of pressure on the nerdiness that I take with me. In no, my I mean, life. I just look at your clothes and your hair, and I, mean, I know. It's like, it's, I don't, <laughs> it's like, it's so obvious. And that adorable beard, like, it's so obvious. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Am I wrong That's about like, that? It's like when I auditioned for this, and they're like, perfect. You look, just do ex keep exactly that same hairstyle. And can you bring those pants, too, into the... Um, no, I mean, gosh, who have I... Uh, I'm always just mostly surprised by, like, 
the variety of people that are fans as opposed to like nerding out like I, I'll see like I one time was parked at a red like stopped at a red light and this giant muscular tattooed man was walking in front of my car and he went hey and I like immediately <laughs> grabbed like an empty water bottle that I was gonna hit with. and he was like I love your show Wallowitz Howard <laughs> we haven't to see your mom and I was like oh my god I you know <laughs> I ran over him, <laughs> and I thought this would be a good place to come out about it. <laughs> I have a lot of skeletons in my closet. Uh, yeah, so that, just to completely avoid your question, there you go. No, actually, that, that, is, that is interesting. That's an interesting point to bring out. There's just the, the variety of people that enjoy the show, and, you know, and, and it is, it's my tendency to peg it as like, no, it's a geek show, but you're right. It is a, it's a show about people. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's so successful. I mean, you guys, your numbers are huge. Is that, it, you know, like, nerds can watch it and norms can watch it, as I call them the mouth breathers out there. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> it's a good balance. Did you have another uh, question? Oh, bye! Hi. <laughs> hi, step on up there. Uh, hi. hi. Uh, I was wondering, why did you say that uh, uh, Sheldon's first kiss was with... Amy Farrah Fowler, when he kissed Leonard's mom in a previous episode. Seriously, guys, what the hell? Security! So, we had a discussion in the writer's room about that, and there were two sides in the writer's room. People who felt that there was the difference between a kiss where both people participated and a kiss where somebody grabbed you and kissed you. So, some people felt that, uh, that Leonard's mom didn't count. Some people felt it did. Some people said, who's ever gonna ask? Some people... <laughs> Some people said they'll ask at Comic-Con. <laughs> I personally, as an actor, count both of them, <laughs> and I'm honored to have done both of them. I mean, kiss both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then a child walked up. I'm so sorry. And then a child walked up. Well, this is... <laughs> she shrunk. <laughs> well, you see, sweetie, when a man and a woman love each other very much... Sometimes. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> what's, your, what's your name? Madison. Man, adorable. Uh, what's your question? Um, it's for Kaylee. Was it embarrassing singing soft kitty and rubbing rainbow rub on Jim? <laughs> One day you'll learn to appreciate that. <laughs> when a woman loves It was a not man. embarrassing. Actually, that was very early on. That was, was many, many moons ago. You must have been like one. <laughs> um, that was actually kind of fun, wasn't it? Did you enjoy it that, Jim? It was fun, yeah. I mean, it was... It was uh, 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 frankly, it was more awkward for me. I had to bear flesh. Um, but... Uh, no, that was nice. It was, I mean, it was, you know... It was nice. It was a good idea, writing-wise. Yeah, we oh, bonded Madison. pretty quickly. <laughs> Madison, how, how old, how old are, you? are you? 
Oh, Madison, ten. you're so cute. You're ten? ten? Yeah, I just turned ten in June. Double digits! Is this your first Comic-Con? No. Oh, yeah. That was so serious. Oh, my God, you guys. That, wait a minute. So then wait. That was, that, the intensity that you said that, you were like hit girl, like, no. Boom, 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 boom. That would have been awesome. Nancy may have Nancy some questions for you. Hmm. Did you have another question, Madison? No. Okay. It was nice to meet you. No. Uh, um, hello. Uh, What's your name, sweetheart? <laughs> I'm Hadrian, and this is my first Comic-Con. Uh, <laughs> is that weird that little girls have been to more cons than you? But um, first of all, I just want to thank all of you. I've sort of grown up with this show, and it's just been so helpful helping me find my way to the sciences. Um, but I guess my question is to the writers. Do you think the show has been effective at kind of humanizing scientists, or do you think they've sort of become caricatures to some of the, I guess, norms in the audience? That's a great question. It is a great question. Well, it, it, the show helped you find your way into the sciences? <laughs> then, then that's beyond our wildest dreams. A great thing that, that the show can do is to make it cool to come to science. So, thank you. Thank you. It is, it is important. I mean, like, now, you know, now it's like there's hipster nerds and people say it's cool. But when I was growing up in the 80s, there was no irony behind it. Like, yeah. you just couldn't, it was not cool. It was yeah. not a cool thing to do. And you guys have helped sort of open the gates and, and help people be able to come out and celebrate the things they're passionate about. Yeah. We like to say that Cheers brought people to alcoholism and Big Bang <laughs> brings them to science. <laughs> Hi, what, what's, your, what's your name? I'm Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Are you sure? <laughs> you seem a little nervous, Aaron, sweetheart. Don't be scared. Oh. It's very bright. <laughs> okay, my question Aaron, are you is, texting yeah, right texting now? Oh, no, She's texting. I'm filming. Oh! <laughs> um, my question is for everyone. Um, are you who, knitting right now? <laughs> what are you doing? You're doing a lot. <laughs> My question is, does anyone know how to finish this scarf? It's a tough crowd up here. <laughs> tough crowd. I'm Just sorry. let her get to her question so she can go yarn bomb sorry, something. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're rough. Who is your favorite villain, like Will Wheaton, the guy that stole Sheldon's virtual stuff, or anyone else that, like, was bad? <laughs> Will. Will Wheaton. Villains? Well, I didn't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> she said, who are your favorite villains on the show? <laughs> I, I love the way I'm half Jamaican. Mixed with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Even the girl signing is like, you didn't understand that? <laughs> <laughs> I just like to make her <laughs> talk about no, herself. I think Will Wheaton's the only 
kind of villain. Yeah, Will. Yeah. The only thing I would throw in, though, uh, Will is such a great guy in general. It's always fun to have him on the set, so I want to pick him, too. But I really also enjoy... Like, I feel like Will and Sheldon are truly at adversaries, whereas I feel like Sheldon and Kripke have a problem with each other. But I think there's an odd friendship and understanding there that could develop if they ever came back, you know, or whatever. Um... Uh, so I'm torn, but I did. I just wanted to mention Kripke, who I I have an affinity for as well. All right. Oh, so and again, I, I wanted to have a hand for my, Will Wheaton, who's one of the fuck, coolest guys in the world. Uh, and if you, he loves it when you run up to him and sing the Stand by Me theme. So do that if you see him. He'll love it. He'll think it's hysterical. He'll thank you and ask you to do it again. I am the Button Queen. <laughs> Oh, you too? Yeah. I was talking about me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what's your name? Uh, my name is the Button Lady. Oh. Okay. Well, perhaps someday Whoa. the queen shall die and you shall ascend to the throne. First, I want to say thank you to Jim and the writers for never answering the question about uh, whether Sheldon is autistic. I work with children with autism. And Sheldon isn't autistic, he's Sheldon. <laughs> but my question is for Mayim. I saw your What Not to Wear episode, <laughs> and I was wondering if Clinton and Kelly are upset with how you're dressing on the show. <laughs> I, I think um, I break all the rules that they set out for me. No menswear, and pretty much from the waist up, Amy only wears menswear. Um, nothing loose, and she only wears loose, um, and <laughs> nothing hideously patterned, and that's all I also seem to wear. So, uh, so yeah, I do my best in real life, but, but clearly I think Amy is violating many rules of what not to wear. As are you with that button cape. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> that would totally suck this if we just got pelted like pew 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 pew. Like just the button stick in your face. <laughs> pew pew pew. And now you will die. Sir? Hi. Um, my question is for, uh, for Jim. I'm wondering if you get like fan letters or, uh, or like communications from people who have OCD or people who have Asperger's or from anybody in the medical community who says uh, thank you or they have an issue with it or like what's, what's been the reaction to that? That's really interesting. I don't get so many letters about that, like in specific about that, but I've heard my mother is a first grade teacher and she has a lot of oh, I don't even know what they're called, but like, like people who work with, help diagnose. Undiagnosed. Undiagnosed, yeah. Is that your mom? I'm not sure, <laughs> but um, all we know is that she, well, she has people that tell her that they're, you know, there's, that they, I feel so weird I suddenly. I know. Well, you're a behavior, you're a something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, she, but, but people do talk to her a lot. I've heard her tell me that, um, you know, that I don't know how to word this, and I'm afraid of stepping on toes or sounding um, inappropriate, and that's a ridiculous way to live. Um, I, uh, that, that, that to see someone, <laughs> Sheldon functioning in the world, for some reason, 
But, but back to Button, madam. Uh, you know, Sheldon is just Sheldon, you know, at the end of the day. And so, um, and what I like about that is that it does take away some of this responsibility that I apparently can't handle as I'm sweating and squirming up here. So, um, thank you. <laughs> I guess that was all I had to say. You win this round, Button Lady! <laughs> but the war shall be mine! We have time for one more question. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, this better be awesome. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Uh, so, um, just wondering, um, what do you have in common with your characters? Every year, we get asked this question. <laughs> and, and no, no, no. Just because I'm foreign, people don't understand my intonation. Okay. <laughs> you say, just because I'm foreign, make a donation? That is rude. To ask I have nothing people. else. <laughs> I live next door to people. <laughs> oh my god, that must be so awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, anyone else? Well, uh, um, Melissa? Uh, both uh, myself and Bernadette are both really short. <laughs> I have that in common with your character, too. <laughs> um, I mean, I, God, I, I would almost say there's, there's very little. I... I I have an, yeah, uh, I do have an affinity for, you know, clothes sometimes, but I hope they're a little cooler and looser than the, the clothes I have to wear on the show. Um, but, you know, I definitely, I, I, I think of Howard as a romantic and I, and uh, just a very bad one, and, and I, I can relate to that. But not with the aggressive, no, no, I mean, I do well for myself. <laughs> but it's just a struggle. Every day, it's a struggle. <laughs> Did everyone answer that one? Um, uh, uh, not only because I happen to be a neuroscientist and they made my character a neurobiologist, but um, I don't know. Uh, Jim likes to say I am the, the, truly the nerdiest person, um, I think, on our cast. That's not so what I, I say. I said well, you're I, the smartest person no, in the I cast. I, I think I appreciate you're that. You're the only one that can help with dialogue just well, off the top so, of her head. So what I was going to say is, you know, so speaking as a person who actually, you know, grew up speaking nerd science, the uh, geek language, uh, you know, I think the things for me about my character that, um, that make her a good neurobiologist are kind of, you know, things in me. I'm, I'm fastidious and I'm meticulous and um, I like words. I'm careful with words. So I, I like to represent sort of that, that form of, um, of brainy, brainy girl. So I guess that's, that's pretty much me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, feel, I, I, I really understand Sheldon's whole thing with germs. I'm not quite as bad at that, but as he would say, I don't want your germy breath on me either, you know, I mean, and that's that. <laughs> well, I think we're just about at the, at the end of the panel, but uh, I want to thank you guys for coming out and waiting and supporting the show. The new season of Big Bang Theory is September 22nd. Please help me. And thanking Mr. Chuck Laurie, Bill Brady, Steve Malero, Mayan Bialik, Jim Parsons, Kaylee Cuoco. Thank, so thank you guys. There's thank Johnny Galecki so down thank there. You. Thank 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 you. Thank
See you this weekend. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by Hover.com. Hover is domain name registration and management that's simple. For 10% off your new domain, go to hover.com slash Nerdist. I'm Shimol Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost. But now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on stage tonight. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.